Howdy y'all, Dan Scotland here, joining you from Legal Grass, Massachusetts, the heartland of America. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts, such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can find me on Instagram at underscore IamCanvasativa. You can find me on Twitter at ICSativaPod, and on Getter at ICSativaPod. Alright, so let's get to it. Um, so, again, um... Most politics is local um, in, in the United States because of our electoral college, um, because we are a constitutional republic and not a direct democracy, a lot of the legwork of policy in, in America is, is determined on a state level. Um, federal, because of things like the filibuster, are a much heavier lift, and um, we live in more political, political and politically polarizing times. So, um, it's it's not like before it's not like before the '80s or '70s where you know both parties could agree to something, and you can get something past the Senate and to the president. Um, since my, I mean, for most of my life, that hasn't really been the case. You know, um, my formative years were the Clinton years, where you had um, the GOP, you had Gingrich in, in charge of the GOP, and um, you know they were fighting Bill Clinton on on everything, but 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 um, yeah, on everything, but but outsourcing the jobs, um, keeping marriage between a man and a woman, um, um, what's the name, De- deregulating Wall Street and and the banks, which led to your '08 crash. Um, in terms of the Reagan agenda, um, Bill Clinton, despite being a Democrat, was still was, was peddling the Reagan agenda, and that was something that they did agree on. But um, but in terms of actual policy that would that would help people, that's not something that's not something they would ever agree on. And and just raising the minimum wage is again it's it's among party lines, and that's something they can't can't even agree to do anymore. But you can get way more mileage out of policy by by working on a on a local level, and by that I mean on a municipal and city level. Um, you can put things to direct votes in a lot of cities in in, in the U.S. and towns, and on a, on a state level, um, if you live in one of the twenty something states, I believe it's like twenty one or twenty two states that have um, direct ballot, direct citizen initiative processes. But if your state doesn't have it, you could still get a lot of done stuff done on a, on a local municipal level. And even if there are non-binding um, um, ballot measures in, in, in your state, like it does put pressure on your politicians. So we're going to read some good news um, out of Texas right now. And we've, we've talked about this before, but... Um, um, this is this is what this is what working hard on a on a local level and organizing on a local and state level does. You you can get tangible results as opposed to relying on your on your feckless U.S. Senate. <laughs> All right, so this is from CBS Dallas. Uh, Denton City Council votes to place marijuana decriminalization on the November ballot by Alex Keller, Denton, Texas. The Denton City Council voted on Tuesday, J- July 19, to put an initiative to decriminalize marijuana on the ballot this November. The move comes after months of campaigning by Ground Game Texas, a progressive voter 
Engagement and Mobilization Organization and decriminalized Denton. In May, the two groups submitted a petition with nearly 3,000 to place the initiative on the ballot to the council. Decriminalization policies differ by city to city, but it generally means that the police departments will no longer enforce misdemeanor marijuana offenses. It does not allow or expand the ability of citizens to legally purchase or sell marijuana for any reason. And existing laws at the state and federal level can still be enforced by the respective drug enforcement agencies. Several other Texas cities will vote to decriminalize marijuana this November as well, with Austin being the largest among them. So, I mean, again, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky that I've, that for my entire adult life in, in Massachusetts, cannabis has been decriminalized. Um, it's, I mean, I turned like 19 and 08, and in the 08 election, we, we had an uh, initiative to directly de decriminalize cannabis. And again, that was my, f the, I mean, that was technically my second vote, but because um, I, I, I helped my mom vote for, for Carrie in 2004. So yeah, I mean, that was technically, technically my second vote, but, um, but again, I couldn't live in a city that were, this is like a city by city thing. And if, again, like you're, you know, you're just doing your thing. You're going to a friend's house in, in a city that's, that has it decriminalized. You go and get gas or you go and miss your exit. And you're in a county where it isn't. And, and that cop wants to ruin your life. They, they got free reign to do it in, in, in places where it's only decriminalized on a, on a local level. But um, getting it done on a local level is better, is better than no progress. But let's keep it going. A similar campaign run by Ground Game Texas is in the state's capital, managed to get over, thir over 30,000 signatures. That initiative would also prohibit the Austin Police Department from con conducting no-knock raids. Civil rights organizations across the country, including several in North Texas, say that existing drug laws dis disproportionately target people of color and have voiced support for decriminalizing marijuana. Earlier this year, Collin County NAACP President June Jenkins called for the decriminalization or legalization of marijuana after data compiled by Texas Normal found that even though the total at arrest for possession dropped between or dropped by, excuse me, 400 between 2020 and 21, the percentage of black people arrested increased by 5.9% and Hispanic people by 2.5. Again, the war on drugs is a war on, on, on black folks and, and Latino folks and, and, and indigenous people. It really is. Some political conservatives have also called for relaxing marijuana laws in Texas. Again, you need, you need allies of, of all parties. You know, I'm goal and mission oriented, and whoever's going to help us do it is, is gets my support. Last week, Texas Agricultural Commission Sid Miller po published an op-ed in which he stated he believes that cannabis prohibition came from a place of fear and not from medical science or the analysis of social harm. End quote. When Miller did, while Miller did not expressly endorse or reject decriminalization or legalization efforts, he said he supports expanding the use of medical marijuana in Texas, and that is his goal next year is to expand access to the compassionate use of cannabis products in Texas so that every Texan with a medical need has access to these medicines. 
end of article. So yeah, I mean this this is this is an excellent thing. Um, yeah, this is an excellent thing that they're going to vote on it in November, and that other cities are going to be doing it in 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 the Lone Star State. Um, again, this could be an impetus towards better. Um, I don't if I mean Austin is like. I mean, it's basically legalization light from people I've I've I've, I've heard that live there that, that that that's what the ballot measure is going to do that they're voting on it's, it's like again there's not going to be stores or anything but it's like it's basically legal in the capital of of, of Texas and nowhere else um, um I mean it's it kind of seems similar in a sense you can kind of draw a parallel to it and um, you know. Um, pre Prop 215 California. Um, for for those who don't know, in, in 1991, I believe, and we've done an episode on this, um, the city of San Francisco legalized medical marijuana on a municipal level. Maybe we might maybe we might see legalization on a municipal level in cities in Texas. Maybe we might see that happen um, next year or. Um, we might see that happen in 2024. Who knows? And maybe that might be the next step that 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 people in Austin might look towards, or people in Denton might look towards, or people in the other municipalities where the penalties have been have been lessened. But enough from me. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts, such as iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can follow me on Instagram at underscore I am Canvas Sativa, on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod. And on, on Getter at IC Sativa Pod. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.